Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! New edition, Harp on Sports, the bar, Harp on Sports, the podcast, media, audio, radio, network, in case you haven't done it yet. Share, follow, like, at Harp on Sports, Twitter, at Harp on Sports, Instagram, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, HarpOnSports.com, and the Harp on Sports YouTube channel. What do we have in store for you on this edition? A little duh ball, some campus questions, and a couple of NFL draft change ideas that we have. We're going to get into the draft and... I don't do mock drafts. They change every single day. Nobody's ever right on them. It's one of those, it's a waste of time. <laughs> Nothing. I got my latest mock draft. None of it's going to be right. Congratulations. None of it. So I bail on all that stuff. That's just not a big mock draft guy. So what are we going to do here? Well, let's start off with a little duh ball. UFC 1,183. Was it 193 or whatever? I don't even know what it is anymore. Taking place in Jacksonville. Pack joint. A-list celebrities. Tim Tebow was there, right? Tom Brady was there. Machine Gun Kelly. Megan Fox. I'm okay with sporting events, live sporting events fans. Ask yourself this. Is it smart to have 15,000 people at one? Is it? I'm not there yet. And we're going to get a good test on this. This is going to be a great litmus test for this area of the country. Because I was just looking at state-provided data and our hospitalizations, positive coronavirus tests, up 20% from where they were April 1st, up 20%. So what does that mean? That means more people are getting it. More people are going to the hospital. More people are testing positive. Now you can play the whole, you live your life in fear stuff. If you want, I don't fall for that garbage. I'm not that guy. You may be ignorant. You may love bullet points when it comes to talking. I love reality. 15,000 people at a sporting event indoors is foolish, reckless, and astonishing. You want to seat somebody every other seat? You want 7,000, 7,500? I'm okay with that. I am. You have the option to wear a mask or you don't. You don't have to go out if you don't want to. No, you're keeping this around longer. And, and think about this, all right? The sooner everybody gets vaccinated, the sooner we get to 80% of the country, the sooner this thing goes away. This thing has a 95% effective rate as long as you got the Pfizer one, what's Moderna around 90%. The sooner people get this done, the sooner it can go away. Sooner it can go away. It's like paying off. You know what it is right now? The coronavirus, at least look at what was going on in Jacksonville the other night. What this is the equivalent of is paying the minimum payment on a credit card bill. The sooner you pay it off, it goes away, right? Well, the sooner everybody gets vaccinated, it goes away. It's the best example I can give you. Credit card bill is the equivalent of the coronavirus. The sooner you pay it off, it goes away. The sooner everybody gets vaccinated, it goes away. And <laughs> this isn't sports and politics. This is health and sports is what this is. And that was foolish. And we're going to see here in two weeks how foolish it is. Hospitalization rates, people getting sick, what's going to happen with this? If everybody were vaccinated in the arena, I'd be okay with it. But they weren't. Well, that's their personal choice. Actually, it's not. It's not. It's their personal choice to go there, okay? But what if they get one of the concession stand people sick? Well, is their choice what? To earn a living and work? Well, that means less money that they make. No, they don't. They make hourly money. They They don't get tipped. So, look. You could have had the event. I'm okay with the event. 60% capacity. It would have been a... Boy, what a great example it would have been for Mayor Lenny Curry to set the standard, to set the bar by saying, you know what? 
We're going to put as many people in here as we can, as long as you're vaccinated. What a chance the mayor of Jacksonville had and the people of Duval County and UFC to set a standard. But it's not about setting a standard. It's not. It's about talking trash. It's about owning libs. That's what it is. Owning libs. It's not about healthy. It's not about being smart, being intelligent, doing the right thing. Nope. It's the ability to talk trash and smack the people you disagree with. That's what it is. We're going to find out. We're going to find out in two weeks. And I look at states and major populations of the 10 most or the nine of the 10 most populous states in terms of the effective rate or the terms of percentages of vaccine that's doled out. Florida's last. What? We're only using about 72, 73% of our shots. I'm vaccinated. Because I'm not a dumbass. It's my choice. Okay. You should be home, though. Which is going to get to my second point here. I think it's just ridiculous. God, Jacksonville had a great, great opportunity. We're going to do this. We're going to have this event. But the only way you can come is if you're vaccinated. Great opportunity. And they blew it. And they blew it. So, hey. Good for you guys. Way to go. Shows that we're not afraid. No, it shows that you... You know, are playing a political game. Um, you just want to talk trash. You don't want to do the right thing. Okay, go for it. You're not going, so you don't care. Yeah, but I do care about other people. And now, and here's where I am with this. Now, if you get sick, you're at that event, and, that event, and you get sick. Let's say you're an anti-vaxer. Okay, they're right up there with flat earthers. Say you're an anti-vaxer, and you get you get the coronavirus, and you have to be hospitalized. You're going to bail on it. It's going to affect others. It's going to cost more for our healthcare system. It's going to add money to it. Why well, pay insurance? No, 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 no. That affects all of us. Supply demand, right? That's one less bed. That's one. Le- you know what I mean? For everybody that doesn't get the vaccine now, now that you have the option to, to me, once we get to June 1st, if you test positive and you have to go to the hospital, you should do the decent thing and stay home. I'm sick. I've got COVID. No, no, no. Remember, it's fake. You're not going to get it. If there's a a 99% survival rate, you stay home. Buckaroo, stay home. It's the same thing like with New York and the soft drinks where 64 ounces. I should have the right to do that. Yeah, but the majority of the people that are chugging those things don't have health insurance. So they hit the system and they become a burden on us. You drink that stuff, you're diabetic. You go to the hospital. My health care cost comes up because you can't stop drinking 68, 96 ounce big vats of soft drinks. You can't legislate health. Of course you can. That's why I think everybody should get a fifteen twenty thousand dollar tax credit, just like a kid. Think about it. if you have a kid, you get a tax credit. I think if you get the vaccine, you get a tax credit. I do at this point. We're gonna get this thing cooking again. And what happened in Jacksonville last night? Good God! Talk about embarrassing. Full capacity, man. Oh, great, great. Do you think that was the smart, intelligent thing to do? No. Jacksonville had a chance to boy set an example, and they blew it. Which leads me to some campus questions, because I saw over the weekend the University of Michigan is going to require all students that live on campus to get the COVID vaccine. Again, I'm okay with this. You have requirements all the time in life. You have to, you do, don't you? You have to take your shoes off to go through a metal detector and get on an airplane. That's a requirement. You have to be vaccinated to take your kids to school, don't you? Requirements. Requirements. My buddies in the military, you have to be vaccinated before you go overseas, correct? You, you do, right? To fight? Get smallpox vaccine? You have requirements all over the place. So I'm okay with the University of Michigan. You don't have to go there. Go to Michigan State if you don't like it. 
Everybody always tells you driving is a privilege. It's not a right. Driving is a privilege. It's not a right. But you have to be accepted in school. You can't make us do it. Of course we can. You have to have a certain GPA to get into the school, don't you? It's okay. You have to have a certain GPA to get into the school. You have to. You can't walk in and go, I'm a straight F student. I want to go to school here. No, you have to have a certain GPA. No, you're violating my rights. What's your rights to be stupid? No. I'm okay with the University of Michigan. I'm okay with every campus. I hope Florida does it. I do. I hope my employer does it. However, here's the rub. Every student should be vaccinated. Every member of the faculty, everybody should be vaccinated. Everybody. However, whether it's the University of Michigan or any other school that requires the students to get vaccinated, you let 106,000 numbnuts come into your football stadium and don't require them to be vaccinated. What's the point? What's the point of making all the students get vaccinated and then you just troll them in from parts unknown all over the state into the stadium? Here's 108,000 people. Have at it, gang. Here's 106,000 people. Have at it. The University of Michigan requires the students to have a vaccine to be on campus. Then how on earth can't you require a vaccine to be in the football stadium? Here's 106,000 people. Let's spread it everywhere. Well, if you're vaccinated, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You can't work hard. Here, students, we care about you. We care about you. We're going to make sure things everybody's vaccinated. But we don't care about you enough when the football team rolls around or the football games roll around. We're not going to require it to be vaccinated. Hey, look, you don't want to get vaccinated? Fine. You don't get to go. You don't want to get into college? Fine. Screw around and get a 1.6 GPA. You don't get to go. Same thing. Well, I've got money for it. I can have $1,000. If a flight's sold out, the flight's sold out. I can moan and gripe all I want if there's no room on the plane. So... I'm okay with Michigan requiring this. However, if you're going to require students to get the vaccine so they can be on campus in the fall, then you have to require it of everybody in attendance for a football game, anybody in attendance for a basketball game. You require this. Everybody on campus, all students on campus have to get the vaccine. Except, you know, the guy that never went to school here that comes trotting in on a Saturday and thinks the earth's flat and COVID was a conspiracy for control to put Bill Gates microchips in you to monitor what your beef jerky and energy drink consumption. So love it. Hope Florida does it. Hope every school does it. You're required to get the vaccine to be on campus, but you have to require it for all the fans that come in. Well, what are you going to make them do? Show a, and this is, this is easy. You make them show a, a, a vaccine card. Yeah. Well, well, what? You're sneaking whiskey and beer into the stadium. Everybody's got a camera, a clear bag. What? You got eight credit. The average, I think, uh, American citizen now is what? Five credit cards? Six credit cards? What? You can't fit a vaccine card in there? It's too burdensome. It's too burdensome to fit your vaccine card in there. Take one of the credit cards out. You're not going to use that day. What? Why not? So there's where I sit on that one. And well, it's going to lead to vaccine ID fraud. Well, that's very simple. Here in this state, our governor wants to pass laws that you can run over people that are protesting and <laughs> rioting is now a crime. I always thought it was a crime. Fine. You falsify a vaccine a vaccine card, five years in prison and a $100,000 fine. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. You falsify one of those? What? If you're going to make outrageous, ridiculous, if you could run over protesters, can't we? Oh, you could, if a protester's in your way, you can run over them. Okay, if we're going to create that, you can murder somebody. Can't we create a law that if you use a fake vi- uh, vaccine card, it's five years in jail and a hundred thousand dollar fine? Don't do it. <laughs> it's pretty simple, right? Don't do it. So there's that on that front. A little cam- some campus questions that I have. Again, like the fact that Michigan's vaccinating everybody, requiring vaccines for you to go to school there in the fall. 
but you gotta you gotta require that anybody in attendance, any fan that comes in has it too. About the hypocrisy of that. So we'll see if they see if they do the right thing there. Uh the last thing, uh, some draft changes. I have some ideas for the draft. Uh, I'm not going to go through and do a mock draft or predictions because they're not going to be right. Nobody's are. Here's my latest mock draft. Nobody gets this thing right after the fifth pick. Nobody. Nobody. Well, here's my mock trade. Everybody's playing make-believe. I don't like fantasy sports. I don't just want to enjoy the game. I need a fantasy team. Make-believe football team. Would you keep me interested? Well, if you're not interested, you're not interested. Don't do it then. What keeps me interested? Okay. So, I'm a firm believer that I just enjoy the draft. I don't need a mock draft to enjoy it. So, anybody's mock draft I see already, well, so-and-so, they're really high on this guy. All that stuff's garbage. Don't pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to any of that. But one thing that is fundamentally flawed with the draft is you saw what happened with the Jaguars last year. You see what happens late in the year. Oh, we're going to try this out. Let's try this guy. Let's try this guy. There's tanking. Just like there's tanking in the NBA. Tanking to get the most ping pong balls. The Jaguars didn't try last. They didn't. They didn't. And there was a good reason why. Trevor Lawrence. But I've got an idea. I have two draft changes to the you know rules, or at least structural changes I would make. Two big ones. First of which, if you have the worst record in the NFL, you pick first, fine. You want to tank, you want to do that to your fan base, go for it. You get Trevor Lawrence, knock yourself out, Jacksonville. However, that only applies to the first round. So the Jaguars pick first overall. Then once you get to the second round, you flip the script. The teams that make the playoffs, so we have, what, 14 teams now that make the playoffs? The teams that make the playoffs will always pick, always pick. 19 through 32nd in the round. 19 through 32nd. So the teams that make the playoffs, I even know what the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington football team, going to pick 19th. The Buccaneers pick 32nd, right? That will be the case in the second, third, fourth, fifth round, as well as the first all the way through. However, in the second round, whoever was the last team not to make the playoffs, so who went 9-7 and and didn't get in, whoever is picking 18th, picks first in the second round, picks first in the third round. Picks first in the fourth round. Picks first in the fifth round. So the team that almost made the playoffs gets rewarded for at least competing down the stretch. They will pick first in the second, third, fourth, fifth round and beyond. First round holds Pat. First round stands Pat. Jaguars, so the Jaguars would pick first and what, 50th? Is that what it would be? Get the first pick in the draft? And then it flips. It's almost, what what do we call this? Is it a snake where, you know, you... Fantasy football darks know what I'm talking about, right? If you if you have a fantasy football team in your league and there's 12 guys in it, whoever picks 12th then turns around and picks 13th right away, right? Well, same type of thing. I would change the fundamental structure of the draft. So if you're picking first, that's fine. But once the second round starts, the team that almost made the playoffs, so whoever picked 18th in the first round will pick first in the second. Whoever picks 17th will pick second. So you flip it. Same thing in the third. That way the, Jaguar, the Jaguars would pick first. They would pick... 50th, they would pick, what is it after that? See what I'm saying? Whatever the 18th pick in the third, whatever the 18th pick in the, you, fine, you want to tank? You get the number one pick. But you're tanking, you're not going to get to pick at the beginning of each round. Nope. Team that almost made the playoffs is going to get that pick. That's what we're going to do because it's happening more and more and more. And that way, at the end of the year, let's say, and, and here's the here's the best example of this. Let's say you are anywhere between, I don't know, if, if you're seven and eight or you're six and nine, you're sitting there going, wait a second here. If we win, we're going to fall two spots in the first round. But in the second round, the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round, we could pick in the top five of those rounds. 
if we win this final game, you're going to increase competitiveness all the way through. You know, your team's picking in the top four or five. Are they still going to move whatever at the end of the year? Yes. But those teams that are like fifth through 18th, they're going to compete down the stretch. You bet they are. They know if we barely make the playoffs, okay, we barely make the playoffs or barely miss the playoffs. Excuse me. If we barely miss, we're going to go nine and seven. Guess we pick 18th, and then we turn around and pick 33rd. I reward you for trying. The NBA's kind of kicked around this idea a little bit. The last team not to make the playoffs. Oh, my gosh, they almost made it. Would pick first in the draft. That's not That's not fair. After the first round, i change all of it. I would. So that's the first thing I would do when it comes to the draft. The second thing I would do, and I, I think this is something that, you know, we've talked about for a while now. I would be 100% okay with people trading draft picks for salary cap numbers. Let's say that I am the Jaguars. I'm just going to give you another example here with the Jaguars. Or the Dolphins. The Dolphins have two first-round picks, right? I've got a bunch of extra capital. Now, let's say I'm picking, I don't know, and there'd be a structure. You'd have to tier this thing out. Let's say I'm picking fifth in the second round. So it was at the Bengals. So I'm picking fifth in the second round. I don't have to draft a player there. Let's say you are, it's a bad example because they have no cap room, but let's say the Cowboys want that pick. Okay. Instead of trading me picks, the Cowboys can say, hey, you know what? We will take that fifth pick in the second round and you can have $10 million of our cap money. You can trade draft picks for salary cap money from another team. Their team gives you picks. They give you players. Why can't they give you some of their cap? I think that'd be awesome. Now, would there be some caveats to it? Yeah, because think about this year. Think about the teams that would be willing to trade with the Jaguars for the number one pick for salary cap money. I mean, if you were the Jets, would you offer two firsts and $30 million in salary cap money? Would the Jags do it? Probably not. But all of a sudden, if you make a move like that, then you can trade around and sign quarterbacks, can't you? If you have a situation like that, couldn't you trade for Russell Wilson and give him a new deal? Aaron Rodgers, right? Think about where Aaron Rodgers is. He's unhappy in Green Bay. He's making what? He's like the sixth highest paid quarterback. Think about it from a perspective of, I just got to find a team, Seth. Um, okay, the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, look at where the Packers are, and the Dolphins make a deal with the Packers and say, okay, we'll give you the sixth overall pick in the draft. Um, you give us $30 million. Okay. So, Green Bay, you give us $30 million in cap space. Um, we'll give you the sixth overall pick, Aaron Rodgers. That way you can sign him then. Now, you'd have to tier it, right? Because if you have teams giving $70 million in cap space, you'd have to tier it. But I'd love to see teams be able to trade draft picks for other teams' salary cap money. Make it more interesting. It would. So, there you go. All right. A little Duval looking back. Uh, 15,000 people for the UFC nights. Ridiculous. It's absurd. We'll see how it plays out in two weeks. The one thing that's true, coronavirus cases are going up in this state. They're up 16%, almost 20, 16% in Miami. Um, parts of the state almost up 20% from where they were on April 1st here at the end of April. They're going up. Hospitalizations, what, 87%. I think here in the county I live in Alachua, it's 87% capacity. Look, gang. <laughs> Just... The city of Jacksonville and Lenny Curry and everybody had a chance to show everybody 
the bar that was set and behaving like a bunch of baboons and orangutans. Uh, so there's that. Um, some campus questions, University of Michigan saying, hey, we're going to require students to get the vaccine. They want to come to school here. That's fine. But look, requiring the students get the vaccine to be on campus, but then letting 108,000 degenerates come in to watch a football game and not require them to get it, it's absurd. And a couple of draft changes, some rule changes we'd like to see uh, going forward. All right, there we go. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports Twitter, Instagram, Harpon Sports, the Facebook page, Harpon Sports, the YouTube channel, HarponSports.com. Again, share, follow, like, subscribe. There you go. Remember, stay strong, stay clean, stay focused. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.